0: Hello, fabulous fempreneur. My name is Lindsay Berry. I'm the creator of Fempreneur Marketing School and the author of Find Your Voice on Social Media and Money and the 39 Forever Mom. Uh, Other than writing books and hanging out with women in business, I am also a mom. I also have a dog. I also love to play basketball and touch rugby. And I also love to just get back together with Fempreneurs as often as possible. So uh, I really do live for my time with my ladies. And I start a couple mornings a week at 6 a.m. on Zoom with a group of women. Now, my Wednesday morning group is Fempreneur Marketing School. So that's when up to 10 women join me on Zoom for six Wednesdays in a row. And we dive into marketing. The mindset behind the marketing, uh, money mindset stuff. We talk a lot about the technology uh, behind Instagram and how to utilize it for everything from collaborating with other fempreneurs to getting our clear message out there. We do a ton of work with video. Video terrifies most fempreneurs, so when you just heard me say we do a ton of work with video and you were scared, you are normal and that is very common. Um, and then after these women graduate from marketing school, they have the opportunity to join my mastermind group, which we call Femme Team. So today's session, uh, today's episode, sorry, is a recording from one of my mastermind group sessions. This particular session is the beginning of a leadership series. So you're in for a treat. There's a ton of information in here that you're going to want to action. Um, you're probably going to want to get in touch with some of these ladies you will find their Instagram uh, links in the show notes, so be sure to connect with them. Oh, I'm just going to click over here so I can look at their faces while well. I'm saying this to you. We've got, uh, we've got a couple women in the group who are writing books. We've got, uh, you know, a pretty awesome blogger named Margie and we've got a you can find her at simply margie on instagram we've got jill she is a mortgage broker you can find her at jill goss mortgages we have lisa who's a photographer she's at lisa gabriel photography and we have shannon at shannon designs who does all the things uh embroidery promo stuff for your business swag uh, custom gifts, all of that. We have Rayanne Warner; she's a life coach. Oh man, you can find Rayanne at BU, Be Beautiful on Instagram. We have Allison Cheeky Sleeper, who is a sleep consultant. We have a really cool group of ladies. You're going to get to know all of them in this episode. Um, learn a little bit about them and their businesses, the thing that they're the things that they're kicking ass at, the things they're struggling with, and it all comes down to getting their business out there on social media, which is what I know you want to do, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. And it also comes down to leadership, which is why we're diving into leadership in the mastermind group right now. And I look forward to sharing with you in the coming months on the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast, more of these leadership sessions with these ladies. So keep listening, make sure to subscribe. And if you look are looking for a marketing school specifically for women check out yycfempreneurs.com. Okay, guys. Like, okay, I'm, I'm trying not to call people guys, but I can't stop. I'm trying. Okay, hey, ladies. I uh, am so excited uh, about what I have to share with you this morning because it's the beginning of a series that ties into our... um our fem team mission statement, which to refresh your memory is uh, creating purposeful change by passionately learning, sharing, and leading, which is something that was a group effort from the first group of girls. Uh, so Allison and Rayanne, of course, helped develop this mission statement. Um, and as I've gotten to know the rest of you that are uh, newer here, I feel like we all share this mission We all want to create purposeful change and we know that that involves passionately learning, sharing, and leading. Um, But what does that look like, right? How do we find, um, how do we set goals that are achievable and measurable and how do we hold each other accountable and all of that stuff? Um, And then how do we actually go out onto social media portraying that, you know, authentic image of I'm in this uh, role to learn, share and lead you so that we can all become better humans, right? So that's what this series is about. Um, I'm not set on the name, uh, Max Impact Leadership Series, but uh, so if you have better ideas of what we can call this, please let me know. Um, It was just the first thing that popped into my head as I was listening to the Jocko podcast. I'm pretty big into the Jocko podcast now. He's like an ex-Navy SEAL, and he talks about all sorts of things as it relates to leading troops to war. I don't really listen to the girly podcast. You probably know that. I I don't know anything about Amy Porterfield or Brené Brown or all those people that most people talk to me about. I more listen to a little more of the um, uh, intense dudes (laughs) for some reason. Apparently that's how I function. So um, apparently I like being yelled at or something. I'm not sure. Anyways, this series is about leadership. And um, as you might have noticed from the video, uh, I am really going to be leaning on all of you to help me, you know, articulate what this leadership thing means as it comes to leading groups of women to achieve common goals. And each of you has a niche way that you're doing that. I mean, obviously, Shannon, you're not just working with women. (laughs) You're working with a lot of people. Um, Jill, I'm sure we could say the same thing you're not just going to say, oh, sorry, dude. No, I only work with ladies. No, I'm not doing a mortgage for you. Um, however, I think most of us do have that, that one commonality in place, um, which is women. So let's dive in. Um, of course, with everything that we want to do in life, that's hard. And let's face it, leading others is hard. We have to really want to do it. So we have to come back to the why over and over again in those moments when we're like, Oh, uh, this is hard. Why am I doing this? Okay. Here's why we're doing this. We are striving to create purposeful change by passionately learning, sharing, and leading. And thank God we're not doing it alone because I'm not going to lie from 2014 until I started this whole fempreneur thing a year and a half ago, a little more than that. It was really like hard and lonely. So thank, thank you, all of you for coming into my life, making it more fun and easy and uh, and you've taught me so much. And a lot of what I put together for you has come from the feedback that I got from um, particularly Rayanne and um, Allison and Janina and Debbie. Um, he, really valuable feedback that I got from the four of you. Uh, I know two of them are here, but anyways, yeah. <clears throat> so thank you for that. Um, I also just feel pulled in this direction because we have been talking about uh, building community and the essential um, the essential nature of community when it comes to being a small business owner because without the, that you know obviously none of us have our thousand true fans yet but we are working towards that <clears throat> in various ways um, and really how are we going to attract a thousand true fans probably not by speaking meek and mildly and sort of saying things like oh I'm pretty sure I believe this and I think that and Mm, and then showing up kind of sporadically on social media and you know maybe you know maybe like just disappearing for a while and not staying in front of mind like no the way we're going to build our thousand true fans is by being consistent and showing up and being excited and delivering clear messaging that has value in it so that's what a true leader does in my opinion however I'm very interested to learn about what you all feel makes up a strong leader so I'd like you to write down in your notebook, what is a strong leader? Uh, Take a few minutes and jot down bullet point characteristics, any kind of experiences you've had in the past with great leaders. Um, And then I'd like you to kind of articulate that to the group and we'll take some notes here in the slides. I'm ready to madly take some notes here. Again, very curious to know what you all feel makes up a strong leader. Please unmute yourself and share away. Okay.
1: Someone who creates impact and influence in creating or working, I guess maybe working toward a common goal or a vision while putting people first
0: awesome thank you is there anything else
1: oh a ton like i love leadership and yeah i could go on forever so i won't
0: no is there anything else i can add to the list though
1: uh
0: you ready do you want
1: characteristics
0: yeah whatever you got give it to me trustworthy integrity. okay yeah integrity
1: uh values feedback Awesome. motivates decisiveness passion, self-awareness, learning agility, uh, courage, dependability, justice, knowledge, and humility was another one I had there.
0: Okay, cool. Thanks, Rayanne, those are awesome. There's definitely a lot of things on this list that I had not thought of, so that's great. Uh, For me, it
2: captures what mostly Rayanne said, but using appreciative inquiry. I use appreciative inquiry with my teams, and that is all around encouraging, focusing on what the worker is doing so that you can encourage them and motivate them to continue doing that more and more often.
0: What was that first so, word
2: for inquiry? Appreciative. Appreciative, okay. So they encourage, guide, like actively listens, they're present, really helps move the team towards that common goal by setting realistic goals and um, activities that the worker can do because you've spent time figuring out what they're good at naturally and you are motivating them and encouraging them to grow um, by focusing on times when things have been tough and they were able to get through it and so you're kind of building them up just to take new risks because they're in a supportive environment yeah and just being directive at times being um, like giving a I I like to call it a safety line so letting them go out but then you know being able to tug them back before they go down too far if they're going down the wrong way Um, and then just really being that coach and mentor Um, and all of what Ryan talked about I had on my list as well So just being able to provide balanced feedback. I'm really big on, I I really liked your love languages. Um, I'm really big on acts of service and um, writing notes. And it's funny when I was thinking about when I was running teams and managing teams, I always wrote little affirmations on people's computers in the morning. (laughs) So it was kind of funny when that came up for me. That's it.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
3: Shall I do my leadership qualities?
0: Yes, please do.
3: I just have a point form. I'm not so eloquent as Rayanne. Um, I think leaders are passionate um, and purposeful. They listen and lead by example. They appear organized. They don't have to be organized, but I think that they are organized in that they show up and have things prepared. Um, Uh, They take feedback and use it for good, whether it's positive or negative. Um, Trustworthy, which somebody already mentioned. uh, They're knowledgeable in their subject matter. Um, They're open um, and they're there when you don't need them. And they show up when you least need them because that's probably when you need them the most. In my experience when you don't think you need somebody is actually when you need somebody the most. Cause usually you're in fight or flight at that stage and you need them to just show up and hold you up.
0: Is that fair to say? They kind of, they kind of sense that you need them.
3: Yeah. They, they know how to
0: give or something or.
3: Yeah. Or like when you're having a good time or, or you're having a challenging time and a lot of people go into themselves, mm-hmm. they can sense that or they can sense that you're struggling, that you're treading water and they know mm-hmm. to step in and just listen they don't need to do anything, but they need to be present to support you and hold you up so you don't fall under the water.
4: Okay. At least that's how I see it. <laughs> yeah. I thought of that um, there's a, like a cartoon drawing out there of the difference between a leader and a boss. If you guys have seen that? No. I haven't. There's – so like the – I'm trying to think of how to explain it. It's like uh, they were working and the boss is like sitting there just watching and the workers are in front of him just working and the leader is like down there in front working in the midst of, of everyone. Yeah. So I think for me, like whenever I hear like, well, what does it make a strong leader? Like someone who's in it and working just as hard as everyone else, not someone sitting off at the side watching and making sure you're doing all the things you're supposed to. And then I have willing to admit you don't know everything and say when you're wrong. I know this has been mentioned a few times, but I had listens, like someone who really listens and not just listens to respond, but listens to hear.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And um, the last one I had was inspires others to be their best.
5: That's awesome. Margie I, I just had three written down. Okay. Um, vulnerable, confident, and humble. Hmm. I have a, I have a whole list too, but I'll just kind of try and hit on the ones that weren't said maybe compassionate, sorry, compassionate, empathetic,
0: fun, and dynamic. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. I like the last one. That's one of my favorites. I like that you mentioned that because I think that that's, yeah, that's, I think that's a big key. Sometimes you can't be organized as a leader. You can't be super confident you're having or whatever, but if you can be fun. Oh, <laughs> and I think probably the biggest one is being real. Like just, and that yeah. comes under vulnerable and hmm, everything else. But
3: I think shows up for the important stuff too, is an yes. important one. And like engages you at where you're at and, you have to have a bond with your team and you have to be able to you have a variety of people but you need to be able to show them in their own ways how you feel oh yeah because i think that a lot of time gets missed because their leadership style is a certain way and it just doesn't jive with you so they have to mix their leadership style with how you actually work and respond mm-hmm. And there has to be a, some sort of spark or connection for you with them.
0: Maybe we can put like um like well, I mean I guess it's kind of that listening to understand thing, but like a leader that, you know, that you would consider a really good leader is someone that really understands you. There's like that individual relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Anyone else want to share anything? This is good stuff. Yeah. Girls. I
1: think the one thing that we all kind of skipped over and maybe um, shouldn't have is clarity.
0: Mm. Yeah. The word clarity is huge, right? I think you said um, working towards a common goal, which, you know.
1: But we have to be precise and clear about what that common goal but, is.
0: Totally. I love that. Yeah, I yeah. have. And I mean, that's a big part of why, um, you know, I think we need to keep coming back to this in our one-on-ones, in our partner meetings, why are we here? Um, it's not just about money, right? It's not just about how many Instagram followers we have. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's definitely about having that maximum impact on maximum amount of people. And you're right. We can't do that without clarity of why we're showing up and what we're trying to accomplish, and how do we measure the success? And so that's definitely what we're going to fine tune a little more in the in the coming four weeks and beyond. And I'm excited. You can't tell. Anything else? <laughs> Jill, you're being very quiet. That's okay.
4: Well, I, I don't know if it was said, but accountability.
0: Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Positive. 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 Yeah. But I'm curious to know um, of what you've heard so far.
4: What would be your... Sort of compassionate. Top- compassionate? confident ability to embrace failure can listen and help people achieve their goals. Thanks, Jill.
0: Okay. I'm going to remove that. So these are just things that I had. I think you've said a lot of them, of course. So clear, powerful communication, organization. So again, that perception of organization is different than actually presenting to the group teachable systems and processes. So kind of like knowing that this person has a way of, of staying organized and that appearance of organization, like what's going on behind the scenes and sharing that. And of course, you know, a good, a strong leader, um, as a coach for maybe a, an athlete or a sports team would be different than a coach for, uh, you know, for someone who's a business owner. However, um, we're all looking to lead, um, our people in our various roles, right? So whether it be Rayanne as a life coach or, you know, margie's doing all sorts of things (laughs) and leading people um through different processes and i would you know i don't know i don't know what we would call that margie but sort of like a life coach in a lot of ways it's like um sharing those real stories but also the systems and processes that we've developed to make ourselves um better because people are coming to us because they aspire to have something that we have or appear to have right so we appear to have something, but we can't explain how we've got it. It's not really, it's not really, it doesn't allow us to lead anyone. Right. So, um, again, I think a great leader has achieved things that I've aspired to achieve. So those specific areas of expertise that I want to gain from them. Um, in my opinion, a great leader embodies the characteristics I aspire to. So confidence, um, being a good listener and a good listener, being like a, an active listener, someone who listens to understand, um, and then someone who provides comfort. So I need to feel they care about me. And there's a number of ways that they do that. And I think you have all hit on all of them um and then there's tough love so this is I think this is a big thing for me so this is why I love like the podcasts that I do (laughs) because I love that like no bullshit kind of way of just being like okay here's what you're gonna do it's gonna be hard and you're gonna do it anyways (laughs) I, I respond well to that somehow um and I think I've done that to a lot of you so hopefully that doesn't freak you out um shares their knowledge openly. So both free and paid. And that's just a a little addition to that whole sharing their knowledge openly thing. Um, open, honest, real, you've said this for sure. All of you. Um, and to me, how they can be open and honest and real is by sharing their personal stories, maybe failure stories, uh, maybe hard stuff that happened to them that they had no control over that helped them build muscle in a certain area. Um, And then I want someone that's going to pass the torch. I want someone that's going to say, okay, you, you, you lead now, and we're all going to watch you do your thing, or we're going to participate in whatever you're doing. Um, Preparing me for failure. Jocko talked about this um, and as it relates to (laughs) going to war, and it was literally about uh, waterproofing your system. So there really is no such thing as failure. Ultimately, if you have, gone down all the avenues of what failure looks like and how you can waterproof your systems and processes so that if these bad things happen, you actually aren't going to fail. You're going to regroup and you're going to be okay and you're going to move forward. So, and that's kind of that whole sharing, sharing what you know with others, sharing the things that you've maybe, you've, you've come across and you weren't prepared for it and you did feel like it was a bit of a failure, but how do you help others avoid that pitfall by putting you know, some waterproofing in place, so to speak. Um, Comfort, a good leader takes care of their people. I think I mentioned that already. Um, And then relationships. So the thousand true fans, I'm not looking to build, you know, 40,000 followers on Instagram that I've never had conversations with. I'm looking to build that, that business that I know everyone by name and I have a relationship with all of them and they feel comfortable reaching out to me. And I think a lot of you have a similar goal, like you want to actually have relationships with these people and not just be a guru or an influencer. Um, Not that that would be a a terrible thing to have happen, but um, if we want to deeply serve people, we need to actually know them, right? Uh, So yeah, so I think this is great. This is helping me a lot. Everything that you've said um, is so- I I want to
3: add one thing. Yeah. can't. I've had, I've I've followed a bunch of different people and looked for leadership in different people. But there's also something about who they are and what they sound like and how they talk that is different and everyone has a different opinion. But somebody who has a really meek and quiet voice is not what I'm looking for. But some people, that's what they respond to is more of the supportive motherly thing. So a leadership, as much as they could be a certain way, it's not necessarily that they're fun and dynamic, it's that they're the right person for the right time. So who might work for you at a certain stage of life could be very different each time you look for a leader. Right. Does that make sense? Like, Does that make sense? Like, I've talked to this one lady and she's wonderful and I adore her um, as a friend, but as a leadership person, she's not my jam. She's uh-huh. not she's not as outgoing as I'd want. She's mm-hmm. got this voice that just is very special, but not my sort of thing. So I don't, does that make sense? Like yeah. I'm not I putting think- somebody down for who they are, but
0: yeah. I feel like what you're saying is you need more than one leader and you need different types of leaders at different yes. Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah. And it changes and who yeah. you're leaning on is different. So okay, uh, it's, it's just, yeah, sometimes yeah. there's, Uh, level of, I don't know what the word is. It's like, um, it's actually almost being like stereotyping them or like putting them in a box and being like, yes, that's what I want versus no, it's not. And it's, you have to be picky about what you're looking for. It's a personal choice, I guess, maybe
0: that's the way to say it. So look to more than one leader, a motherly leader at times and at others, a more take charge powerful leader yes. depending on yes. what you need. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, awesome. Let's move on. That was that's a very robust list. Thank you so much. Now this, I'm curious to know how important you all feel strong leadership skills are as a component of effective marketing. When I'm talking about marketing, I'm talking about what we're working on, the things we've been talking about in our one-on-ones. Um, the things you're actively doing to attract more of your ideal clients whether or not you've really started doing them there's been conversations about what you're going to do how important are those strong leadership skills you know that encouraging um, you know going out into social media and being encouraging being passionate being purposeful actually having conversations with people before they're even your clients or you know sending them dms and saying hey you you liked one of my posts. I just curious to know how, why that spoke to you. Like all of that stuff that we need to do, being engaging, listening to understand, um, being present, having that humility and the courage to share our our vulnerable stories, all that kind of stuff. Like how important is that as a component of effective marketing? Like, do you feel like you could literally pass your social media marketing off to someone else? for example, to Margie and be like, Hey, can you go out and just do my marketing for me and just create cute images on Canva and attract my ideal clients for me? Because I'm going to go over here and do other things. Cause that kind of stuff is not my jam. I'm just curious to know where, how you all feel about that. Well, I just
2: did that. <laughs> Thanks Margie. But it's really nice. Cause Margie knows me a little bit and I sent her all my content and feedback has been people think it's me writing it because she has uh, really made me authentic. Well, I am authentic, but it's resonating and I'm able to actually reach out to clients and have conversations and follow up. And it's taken a huge load off me so that I can focus on other things.
0: And the flip side of this, I I don't personally have an opinion on what's right for any of you because we're all different. And delegation is so important, right? So the other side of this, and we're going to go into this in the next question, just so you kind of know where I'm going, is the actual service part of our business. So however we get those clients, whether we had to portray strong leadership skills or not, um, or however we did that, whether it was through the help of a social media manager, we, we, we definitely attracted those clients somehow. But once we actually have them working with us, I mean... I would say that's a more uh, leadership skills are more essential once you get to the point of actually serving the client, right? The marketing, it's probably maybe marginally less important, but everybody's different, right? So I'm just curious to know how you feel those strong leadership skills play into your effective marketing on a scale of one to five. Like are they super important like a five or are they less important? Um, And it depends on the type of person you're trying to attract to like, how much do they need to feel like she's got this? I can totally just go work with her and trust her. And I have that relationship with her or, or are they just like, Oh, she does this. I'm going to go to her. And then they need to experience your leadership skills at that point. Like, is this making sense?
1: <laughs> well, I think for what I do, it has to be a five, right? Yeah. Like, if you, It's just too personal of a, to not want somebody to lead.
0: Right. They need to know before they work with you that, or they need to have that sense. I don't know how much for my
3: business, it's marketing my leadership. It's marketing, it's marketing my knowledge. If that makes sense, because I'm selling that knowledge and selling who I am. And I'm a pretty straight shooter. I'm not going to be a light and airy kind of person. It's marketing. My knowledge is more important, I think. But in a way that is marketing, being a good leader is being able to sell my knowledge because I am like, I'm selling a service and you've got to trust that I know what I'm talking about. In some degrees, it is very important.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to add to that because um, Lindsay, the first marketing I did with you, you made us do those four quadrants of our social media, right? And when I was thinking about why do people call me back? Because there's a ton of organizers out there now. It's all of my feedback and my um, testimonials are all because of my knowledge that I I'm not I'm flexible. I, I don't just come in with like my way or the highway. It's like what works for you. I build relationship. Um, I make it fun. It's positive, non-judgmental. And so when I'm marketing or reaching out, I'm able to just, that is who I authentically am. And so going back to what Alison said, you're marketing who you are, because hopefully the service that people see on your posts and in your videos and those four areas are are what they're going to get when they hire you. And like Rayanne said, you need to build that trust factor because all of us, a lot of us um, anyways, are personally in people's lives when they're super vulnerable. And so how do we build trust over social media when you know relationships are usually one-on-one, right? So now we're in this like COVID piece and it's just amped up into a different reality. But it just kind of struck me what you guys were saying. I just kind of had that little aha moment uh, last week. So I wanted to share that.
0: And that's why like to your point, sharing testimonials is so huge, right? like, wow, like we don't even have to, my opinion, our marketing, we don't have to portray leadership skills through any other channel other than sharing testimonials. Because if we can share a testimonial, we have proven instantly that we led someone to their desired outcome. That's all we need to do. So for those of you who don't have testimonials to share on the interwebs, you have a group of women here who will work with you or learn, you know, something from you and give you a testimonial. Right. I mean, it might be tricky, Jill. We, we aren't going to come and get mortgages tomorrow, but.
3: And I don't think you all have children that need sleep help, but.
0: No, but most of us have experienced your workshop. and Some of you, yes. And we yeah. um, have experienced your, your wealth of knowledge in that sense. Yeah. Um, anywho. So yeah, trust is key. Um, I agree, Colette, and, and because really, to be led by someone, we need to feel like we can trust them. We also need to feel like they can help us achieve our ideal outcome. I'm just going to make a, just a blanket sort of note, testimonials are huge um, when it comes to positioning ourselves as leaders, and not even positioning ourselves, I would say just proving you know, that we can lead people in that area of expertise that we each have.
3: I think it's trust. I think it all comes down to they have to trust you and trust the way you talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And how do you lead people to their desired outcome? Yeah. Right. Like, well, I do it by a lot of the things that you're seeing on my social media. And then I go a little deeper into your unique needs when we work together, kind of a message, right? Definitely, and 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 some people might need that motherly sleep consultant, and others might need more of a like drill sergeant sleep consultant, right? <laughs> and yeah. you can't be both, so you have to be yourself. I'm me. I'm a
3: pretty yeah. straight shooter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no fluff.
0: Totally. Does anyone have anything that's coming to mind they want to share around this?
4: I, th- I think this is what I've been missing in my social media in my marketing taking more of a leadership role in the content that I put out as opposed to just sharing my photography more as like as artwork and, right. and, and kind of taking that and taking more of a leadership role in what I present. I just, that's what I just realized that I think because I was trying to think about it in relation to what I've put out and I don't think I really have. So something I need to work on.
0: Yeah. And there's su- such a vast, array of ways we can do this too. So, and it's definitely going to be unique to each of you because like Allison said, you got to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like the first two or three meetings I had with my first business coach, a lot of it was him literally asking me questions, stopping me mid-sentence and being like, whoa, 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 you're discrediting yourself. Say that again, but like this, you know, remove the I thinks and probably's and any kind of thing that makes you sound like you don't fully believe the shit that's coming out of your mouth, remove that language from your speech, (laughs) remove those words from your marketing, right? I believe this, these are my values. I am here to do this for you because it's what I feel I was called to do. Right. I care about you because blah, blah, blah. Here's what my other clients are saying about me. Like literally just and that that meek, mild, motherly thing can still be mixed with powerful language. It's, it's in the delivery of it as far as maybe the level of your voice or facial expressions or um, your, your um, body language. But the words have to be powerful. And that's actually the challenge that I've got for you ladies today, this week to pay a little more attention to the language you're using in your marketing and in your conversations with clients. And Lisa, that might have... Um, that might be helpful for you this week if you want to be more intentional about the leadership aspect of your marketing to coming. And it sounds, it's because it, it doesn't work for everyone at first. Like I felt very, when my, when my business coach was sort of coming at me with this, like, no, don't say like that, like say like this. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I fully believe that I know what I'm talking about. Right. Like it was yeah. kind of scary, but I'm looking at a group of women who friggin' hundred percent know what they're talking about. Like I was like 27, 28 when I started my finance career and I was 32 um, and didn't really feel like I knew how to talk to, you know, people about their money yet. Like I had basically been put into a sales role. I knew how to sell. I knew, you know, I knew how to do the sort of like the relationship building stuff. I didn't necessarily know the technical side of all the things that I was supposed to do with these people's money. Right. So it was hard for me to be like, I got you. Come talk to me, right? But you ladies all know your stuff, 100%. So there's no reason why we can't go out into social media and be like, I know this is true. And when we're talking to a specific group of people, it makes that way easier. Because we're like, I know this is true for women who are experiencing blah, blah, blah. Or for people who are, you know, looking to, you know, get hoodies and hats for their business and are sick and tired of Vistaprint and other companies, maybe you can't trash talk them publicly, but you know, we're sick of ordering online and not getting quality. I know your frustration. I deal with tons of people who've been there and they find me and they're happy. (laughs) Like just speaking from that place of confidence. That is a form of leadership, right? So I'm excited, Lisa, that you've had that little aha moment.
5: I'm excited about that. You can't tell. (laughs) Um, all right. Does anyone have anything else to add to this? Yeah, it's, it's cool because I don't think I had thought of it in that sense before. But um, doing professional organizing is, as Colette would know, too, it's very vulnerable for people mm-hmm. because you're in their space. It's really, really hard for some people. Um, so that it was very important, but I don't remember that I did that in my marketing so much with social media. It's kind of the same thing because I am becoming their voice to the public and it's very vulnerable. Everybody has a different comfort level. This is really good. Cause it's making me think, Hey, am I putting that in my marketing that I'll be empathetic and that I'll be all the things. Right. So that's really good. I really, it's powerful.
0: And yeah, for someone like you who is being trusted by someone like Colette for example and others I know in your industry of professional organizing to go out onto social media and to portray that sense of safety that they're going to experience when they work with that person like that's pretty huge like a that you're the chosen person to go onto social media and deliver that message right because I think it would be a lot easier to do social media for like a tire shop or you know what I mean like You don't really have to get too emotional with those people. I mean, you could, but you don't really need to.
5: Yeah, it's true. For me, it's easier because I was a professional organizer, and so I totally get the emotion around it. But otherwise, I do agree with you that it's just like, hire shop is safe and whatever. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. And what a, what a, you know, blessing it is to have you, you know, for someone like Colette who is, I mean, I know we're all busy, but Colette you blow my mind with all the things you do. So it's so such a blessing that she has someone that she can trust that gets what she does to go onto social media and get the right people for her. That's fantastic. So great. Right, Cause delegation is key, right? We don't want to be doing everything ourselves. Awesome. Um, In order to best serve our future and existing clients, we must continually strive to improve our leadership skills. Do you agree with this statement? Why or why not?
3: You can add just all our skills, like as a, like in my industry, we just have, like you always have to keep learning and becoming better over a variety of things. Leadership is one of them, but you also have to stay up on the current research in your industry. For Rayanne, I'm sure stuff will change in your industry and you need to be up on that stuff too you know, photography techniques change and styles change. Organizing, there's more background or you're always learning more about how to support the emotional side of people or new ideas come up. And it's just, I think we, as a leader, we are always changing.
2: Yeah, it's (laughs) that lifelong learner component that you need to have to be a good leader because you're showing vulnerability that you're willing to keep learning, that you don't know everything, which... I think is um,
3: attractive to people. And you learn something from all of your clients. I'm sure like anyone who has worked with any clientele finds that they do learn something new about themselves or their practice whenever they work with somebody. So it's a continual learning loop.
0: Right. And yeah. And I think gaining feedback from clients on like, how was the process? You know, did you feel like I, you know, had it, had an organized process for you do you feel like um you know my payment system is easy to use do you feel like um is there any way i can improve the experience for the next person that comes along like that's a huge part of being a strong leader as you all said we want to work with leaders who actually ask for feedback and implement that feedback right so to your point um continuing to gain industry knowledge is huge but also gaining that that feedback from the client on how specifically could this have been better for you? Because there are so many skills that fall under the heading of leadership, right? So if we want to be continually improving, there's just so many things that we need to be doing. However, I think we always need to be careful of information overload. On this team, we have such a cool opportunity to gain leadership skills, maybe new skills, from others leading by example and sharing that experience and also just improving our leadership skills from hearing the stories of the things that are happening and the things that we're all learning from our client feedback and the risks that we're taking and how we're waterproofing our systems and, and our, you know, our big event launches, like, well, what do I do if I launch this event? out? you know, Shannon, what if I do if I put this out and I get crickets, what am I going to do? Well, we're gonna go there in advance so that we know what we're gonna do. So that it's not gonna be a failure. It's gonna be like, hey, we had plan A and now we're we've switched into plan B, which is this, this, and this. And it's not an end of the road. <laughs> it's a different road. And then we're also gonna have the plans and the strategies for when we have those people in the room, Shannon. Right. We've talked a little bit about what are they gonna, what are they gonna be offered? What continuation of your services are they gonna see available to them? And how are how is it gonna be presented? How are we going to turn these people into your thousand true fans? We all want to keep doing those things. Now, we've talked a lot about leadership. In what areas of leadership do you feel you need to improve or learn in order to have max impact?
4: I think for me, I just need to, I've been afraid to take that leadership role because I just am self-conscious about myself. I know what I'm talking about and I know what I have to offer. And I think I just need to be confident in that and know that some people are going to be okay with that and some people aren't. And just if they aren't like, I know it. Part of my head knows like that. Not everyone needs to love my work, but I need to not be afraid of saying I know what I'm talking about, and here's what I have to offer you.
0: Can I ask if it's fair to say that you're ready to say that you know what you're talking about, and you're confident in your business and your role as a leader? Yes.
4: Yeah. I think I've over the years I've needed to build certain things to get to this point, and yeah, and I now feel like I've gotten to that spot where I'm like, okay, I'm ready.
0: If you don't mind, just write down on your notebook right now I am ready to be a leader I think that's huge
3: or to say I am a leader Lisa you are a leader yes it's not I am ready to I am a leader mm-hmm. right like it's just changing the wording around that it's being like this is what I am and believing that that you are
0: that yeah totally I'm ready to lead I mean really if any of us we need to know we're yeah. not write it down
1: Ahead. need to make lisa a purpose statement yes
0: absolutely what is it the 16th 17th Rayanne for your presentation
1: but we're not going to do purpose statements in that one but okay lisa if you want to do it sometime just get a hold of me
0: when we went
1: through my we created what we call purpose statements yeah. and they're pretty powerful and impactful when you get there yeah
4: i totally th- think i need that for sure
1: okay hey, reach out we'll uh, set up an hour we'll get her to.
4: What else?
0: What else is on your list of uh, what makes up a good leader that you feel you need to maybe work a little harder at delivering in your messaging and in your client meetings and service of your clients? I think
3: I need to look more organized. I'm with you. (laughs) I currently feel like I have a, I don't have a head, so I think I need to sort of clean up my image of being ready and prepared, and appearing organized.
2: For me, it's follow through. So I'm putting it out there. My launch date. September 30th in the world. Uh, My four-week organizing
0: workshop. So you're going to actually start the marketing plan on the 30th, and then you're going to do the workshop like two weeks later, or the workshop begins on the 30th and two weeks prior you start the marketing campaign? Great questions.
2: (laughs) I just picked a date that all my content and everything, I'll be ready to go, and then I'll be able to maybe – Um, well, hopefully the week before, share it with you all ladies. And then of course, Margie, my marketing lady, I need to get in the loop. She's just heard this for the first time. Um, so yeah, (laughs) I just needed to make a date happen because my stickies and, um, they keep moving and I need them to stop moving and just get off my wall.
0: So hopefully around the 14th, 15th, the actual workshop will happen. Is it, is it a live thing or are you just going to have it living online? People can take it themselves.
2: Um, all good questions. Not sure yet. Okay. September well, 30th though, everything will be done. Not the 14th. That is all too the early. answers
5: will be
0: in place.
2: <laughs> yes.
5: Sweet. Good for
2: you. It's because of you ladies, you all have these goals and you're meeting them and you're amazing and got to catch up to you ladies.
0: And work your full-time job. All right. <laughs> you're my hero, Colette. All right, anything else, ladies? This is good stuff. How, uh, what other areas of leadership are you going to hone in on here in the next little while? Be bold, be brave, be courageous.
5: <laughs> oh, I have to put a video out. <laughs> oh, I'm with you 100%. I actually recorded one, I just haven't had the nerve to put it up yet. So, Ooh, exactly where I'm at. <laughs> So I'm going to put that out by my birthday, by the 15th. And
0: and just curious, because we always want to come back to the why, right? Because stuff like this is so hard. <laughs> the video is yeah. so hard. Why, looking at the leadership description of what makes a strong leader, why is that video or those videos for both of you important as the positioning of, of being a leader kind of thing?
5: Well, it's, it's to go hand in hand with putting my book out and – I do feel like the stuff I'm writing about in my book is important, and people are not going to find my book if I'm not putting stuff out on social media, specifically video. I find that I will buy books from people if I see their, like their personality shines through in a video better than anything else. That's why I think it's important.
2: And my why is because I redefined what success meant to me. So I know I missed last week, but when I looked at the goals, I eliminated four of them. And that was thanks to Rianne too. Wow. Uh, and just kept focused on two and really kept it true to what success means for me, which is financial stability for my family. And so I need to create this revenue stream so that it can help me reach that goal of success for me, not for someone else, but for me.
0: Curious to know, Ryan, if you have anything to add to this little bit under the videos here, what would on your list of leader, of leadership qualities would this, these videos you have ready to go out, how are they going to help you be a better leader or be, you know, a, I guess, attract more of the people to your leadership skills? We all know how much I love video. Your videos are awesome. I've seen them. They're free and great. And you look warm and you look smart and you look caring and you look ready to serve. So why do we need to get these out there?
1: Yeah, to create the impact,
0: right? Create max impact. And this is the challenge for the week. So speaking clearly and with purpose is really the goal. And then these are some questions that I'd like you to complete. What's one way you can communicate more clearly and with more power to show your people they can trust you to lead them? Video. Yeah. There's your cheater answer for the first one. Um, what's uh, what question will you ask this week so going onto social media we don't always want to be telling we want to be asking powerful questions I encourage you to to speak clearly and with purpose by asking a question Um, what story will you share this week always um, sharing a story every week is a great practice to get into and then how will you deliver the message this week video um, how will you start real conversations about this topic with members of your community this week? So will that look like you reaching out to a new follower and starting a conversation in the DM on Instagram? Um, will it be you sending a personal email to a new email subscriber? Um, will it be you throwing 20 bucks at an ad or as, sorry, at a post that's already doing kind of good and engaging with some new people that way? Hey, Lindsay here. I have a few really exciting things to share with you before you take off. The first is January 4th until 6th, so three days are going to be full of education and connecting with other fempreneurs. It's a completely free event. It is our leadership and marketing conference. I keep wanting to say summit, not using the word summit. It's a conference, it's a virtual conference, live and interactive, where you're gonna jump onto a Zoom session with a leader who's going to share an area of expertise with you. You're going to get a ton of marketing and leadership knowledge. Now, if you're wondering why does leadership have anything to do with marketing? uh, Well, I have a question for you. When was the last time you wanted to work with someone who is a business owner if you felt that they couldn't lead you down a path that you want to go down? That is why you want to attend the marketing and leadership conference for fempreneurs from January 4th until 6th three days. Uh, we're going to have sessions every hour on the hour all day long for three days straight. It's completely free for Fempreneurs to attend. So you can pick and choose the sessions you want to join and have the Zoom links delivered right to your inbox. And you're going to be able to register for that. And you can actually apply to teach a session at yycfempreneurs.com slash conference. The next super exciting thing I have to share with you is on October 15th, our new Fempreneur directory is live on the website. So that's at yycfempreneurs.com directory. You can find all sorts of awesome businesses owned by wonderful women on that page, categorized, neatly organized. Uh, Fempreneur grads get a really awesome listing with a photo, multiple links. If you're not a grad, however, you, you still absolutely get to list your business there. However, your listing just won't be quite as fancy with as much going on. So if you would like to list your business at yycfempreneurs.com slash directory, you just need to go to that page. And there's a button right there that allows you to submit your listing. And we'd be so happy to have the opportunity to share you and your business with hundreds and hundreds of other female entrepreneurs and not just female entrepreneurs. I mean, this is a public website. All sorts of people are going to be seeing this listing. So my gift to you, it's completely free and I hope you do that the last thing, the last super exciting thing that I want to share with you is Fempreneur Marketing School will be starting up in January. Now, this is class number 13 since the marketing school began back in February of 2019. So we have well over 100 women through this program. Um, Women rave about it. They find it Helps them build confidence. They meet a ton of awesome ladies. They learn some really valuable marketing tips and tricks. They implement new systems into their business. They find um, they're able to automate things. So they're saving time and energy, not feeling like a slave to social media. If you want to learn more about the marketing school and hear testimonials from other women who've completed the program, go to our website and there is a videos tab where you can watch testimonial videos. You could also do this on Instagram. Just scroll through our feed at YYC on Instagram and you will find lots of stories of how this marketing school has helped women. So if you want to register for the January class, there's only eight spots and a few of them have already been taken. You can go to YYCFempreneurs.com and you'll find the registration link right there on the homepage thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for sharing it with other entrepreneurs, and thank you for being a woman in business who supports other women in business.